Hey, welcome to Stirring Faith with Cherry Strange. Thank you for joining me today. Stirring Faith aims to lead women to desire more of God in their everyday life, making Him evident and desirable to others. Now, let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Cherry Strange. You and I have gathered so that we can encourage one another toward desiring more of God in our everyday lives. One way we do this is through recommendations and discussions about God Himself and our life and devotion to becoming more like Jesus. It's not just going to happen. None of us will meander into the kingdom of God, as Charles Spurgeon likes to say. It's rather a purposeful pursuit, isn't it? Often, during the season of weirdness that we're all in, we have less activities clogging up our calendars and more time to be spent at home, I have been curious as to how you're spending your time. And we've talked a lot about time and time management. I've seen a lot of half-finished puzzles (laughs) on social media, some outdoor projects, they're showing what they've been able to accomplish, some gardening has been going on, and roads littered with all kinds of stuff that's been cleaned out of the deep recesses of our houses. We've done our fair share of most of that at the strange house, but something else we have been about is reading and not just reading but reading with a focus and also reading as a family and then holding discussions about that reading and for these moments I am forever grateful so what I want to do today is encourage you in reading books that aim you more toward cultivating a desire for God in everything you do and to get you started I'm going to share with you five transformational must-reads for 2020. We've done some of these with our kids and some of these have just been transformational so much to the degree that I want to share them with you. They're not new books flying off the shelf that you've got to have them hot and ready. They are works I have read that have served to so impact my thinking that it's changed the trajectory of my life in the very everyday practices where the rubber meets the road. So I want to offer these to you because they could be of such benefit. Transformational read number one is Beth Moore's Believing God. Initially, I encountered this material as an online study. There wasn't even a book yet. I was living in a small town, so there was no group for me to go to. And this material was only available online at the time. But for me, it was absolutely life-altering. For the first time, I recognized that my hesitation and timidity to do what God had asked of me was more than thinking too little of myself and my abilities. It was sin. And at the end of the day, what I came to recognize was that I did not believe God for oh so many things in my life. It was blatant sin. Among other things, Beth Moore took us on a journey that taught us how to actively believe God, to believe He is who He says He is, and to believe He can do what He says He can do, and that we are who He says we are. And that work of her obedience literally changed my life. Transformational read number one, Beth Moore, Believing God. Transformational read number two, Richard Foster's Celebration of Discipline. My roots are in the Baptist denomination. I grew up with potlucks, church socials, missionaries, and Bible drill were our focus, and do not forget Vacation Bible School. Don't ever forget that. But there wasn't a lot of talk of disciplines like solitude, simplicity, fasting, 
things like that. They, they seem to be sort of a thing of the past and not of the present. That was until I went to college and landed myself at Elmcrest Baptist Church in Abilene, Texas under a college minister named Brad Wagoner. Brad Wagoner took the college students under his care through a series of spiritual disciplines using Richard Foster's book, Celebration of Discipline. As if these were normal Christian experiences. Well, honestly, I stayed sort of standoffish in my thinking, mentally, and hesitant during most of it because I was unsure about how I could see these fitting within my kaleidoscope of Christianity. That was until I began practicing some of them on my own. The chapter on fasting stuck. I thought it was weird, archaic, and unnecessary for New Testament believers. That was until I put experience under my feet. And it wasn't just that one chapter. It was like that book opened my eyes to a scope of Christianity I didn't even know could be experienced. And I had been faithfully attending church my entire life. Celebration of discipline was a game changer in my life. I've never been the same. Still a Baptist, but I've never been the same. The disciplines he writes are just basic Christian tenets. Nothing more, nothing less. I highly encourage you, regardless of denomination or where you line up, biblically speaking, these disciplines are right on target. So I encourage you to check it out. It's transformational read number two, celebration of discipline. Transformational read number three, comes from Lee Strobel. The case for a creator is one, and another one that I've read by him that's transformational is the case for Christ. Either one of those, or both. Lee Strobel was an atheist reporter who set out to prove Christianity was a hoax after his wife became a Christian. Instead, he found that it was the most reasonable explanation for all his questions and the solution to his searching. I discovered Strobel in the backyard one summer. I grew tired of that uncomfortable feeling when you encounter unbelieving people who question your faith. They always threw facts at me I just could not refute. And I didn't know what to say or what was even true. Were they right? Did evolution make more sense? Were there a lot of errors within the Bible? Was everyone an idiot who didn't believe all this stuff? And what about the Bible? Was it reliable? I mean, should I be staking my life on something? I cannot defend? These were real questions for me. So I set about trying to find some answers. I read numerous books from our local university library. By this time I had a PhD, so I knew how to do my homework, but Strobel was easy on my reading eyes and ears. He made sense. He interviews key people and asks them penetrating questions. Then I could go to the sources he interviewed and look up what they actually said in their own works, see what they believed and if what they held to was true, which I did. It's not that I didn't believe that God was who he says he was. I already had been through that, remember? I didn't know there wasn't anything out there that someone could throw at me that I I didn't have to be afraid of that. I, I was afraid of what people were throwing at me and I didn't know how to defend my beliefs. I had been made to believe my faith was standing on flimsy ground, that there wasn't anything to hold it up but sheer ignorant belief in what I cannot see. But Strobel showed me that my faith is so much more, not less, but more, and easy to understand uh, questions and answers. 
We just finished the case for Christ with our kids, and I'll admit, on that level, the vocabulary is a little high and the concepts are weighty if you're going to read it with kids, but it is transformational. We, we did it with teenagers, so we had a lot of discussion about what he was talking about, but that is a good thing. That is an absolutely wonderful opportunity to seize. It will help bolster your faith in reading this. It does not reduce the need for faith. Don't think that it will, but... It will strengthen it and will give you a confidence and will put words to go with your confidence. Strobel is a definite must read either or both the case for a creator or the case for Christ. He's got several out there, but I highly recommend those two particularly. Transformational read number four is John Piper, Don't Waste Your Life. I have recommended this book to countless graduating seniors that I know, probably to most adults also. We have given lots of copies of this book away, and I've read it personally numerous times. Honestly, it's not an easy read. It's not even an easy John Piper read. The first few chapters are sort of biographical, and they don't seem like they have much to do with uh, moving you toward not wasting your life. But if you can work your way to about chapter four... He pulls out the Word of God in in such a a way that will challenge your daily choices, how you see your priorities, and what you ultimately live for straight out of the Word of God. Don't Waste Your Life presented a few concepts to me that shook me silly and moved me to radical change, true transformation. The premise is that so many Christians do. They waste their lives pursuing the same thing everyone else pursues. And they don't see anything wrong with it. It's just normal. The way they spend their time, their money, and select careers all lines up with the world. How does a person live in such a way that they don't waste their life? What does it take to move your focus from here and now to forever and eternity? This is kind of what he's looking at. Probably the two concepts that left the greatest impact on me are that risking for the sake of Christ is good and right, and keeping a wartime mindset over a peacetime mindset when we make decisions is of utmost concern. Don't Waste Your Life is a short book packed with lots of punch. It will make you think about your life in ways you might not have considered before. It may challenge your habits and understandings of what it looks like to live out your faith in the day-to-day duties and activities that you have. And those are good things. Before the end of 2020, let me highly encourage you to think deeply about reading John Piper, Don't Waste Your Life. Transformational read number five is Randy Alcorn, The Treasure Principle. This is a very, very short book. After Chad and I had already been down the road together with God for more than 15 years, we encountered Randy Alcorn's book, The Treasure Principle. It's a book that is going to touch on money and the handling of it. I wasn't too concerned when we embarked upon it because we had some spiritual tread in this area. We had made some decisions to go places having been assured it was going to be a financial disaster solely out of obedience to what we believed God was navigating in our lives. We went anyway. We had been living the Dave Ramsey way through eliminating debt, and we had emptied our savings and more, more than once, to follow where God was leading without any promises or assurances it would turn out okay. We were fine, but I was so wrong. (laughs) The treasure principle is a game changer. Not in a list of to-dos or you better nots. 
It's philosophical, like transformational read number four, Don't Waste Your Life. Alcorn hits you where our pocketbook doesn't. He gets to the heart of the issue, literally. One idea that left its mark is that of looking at how much money you have from a different perspective. We typically consider all of our income and we view it as how much money we can afford to spend. Dave Ramsey would be so proud if that is all we spent, right? But Alcorn challenges the reader to think differently. What if you looked at the bottom line, not as how much you can spend to live, but how little you could spend in order to contribute toward eternity? Now that's a radically different vantage point on the issue of treasure. Randy Alcorn writes in a straightforward manner. The concepts are simple to grasp, but weighty. If you truly want to make Jesus your all-consuming treasure, no matter the cost, read the treasure principle and let the truths found within work transformation in your own heart and life. Now there you have it. Five transformational must-reads for the rest of your 2020. Most of the time, entire books, they don't change people. Chapters change people. Single concepts change people. Maybe even a well-written sentence has the power to make a life different. Let me encourage you toward feeding your desire for God across the next three months. Don't just let it slide. Don't just try to shut your eyes and get through to the end of December and start the new year with 2021. Stop. Make 2020 your priority. Pick one or more of these books on the list and let God work in your heart and mind. Utilize the time. Seize it. Do this instead of something that has no lasting impact. And let us know what God is up to, what he shows you, what he's teaching you as you go. Hey, it is great to be with you on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate the podcast down there at the bottom. And if you don't mind, write a short review. I'm talking one sentence. I will show you some love by reading it in the next episode. So jump on it. I would be excited to get to share that. Until next time, have a great week. And I will catch you as we air the next broadcast on the Stirring Faith Podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Stirring Faith Podcast. We plan to release a new episode once a week, and I would invite you to become a subscriber because it makes it so much easier. Please remember to rate, review, and share the podcast. You may never know the difference that you can make by just making a recommendation and sharing a resource. So please pass along what you find here. Don't keep it to yourself. It's so easy to do. Post it from Spotify into your stories. I would personally be grateful. And remember, there is more truth-saturated, gospel-centered, spiritually insightful resources at your fingertips. Just go to www.sheyearns.com where you're going to find more reading plans, videos, articles, and other resources, more than there's ever been before, to help stir more desire for God into your everyday life. I'm Cherry Strange, and it is always a pleasure to meet you here.